Yes, sir. Kyle and DJ on the mic. Gambling Feud. Partnered with Coda Sports Gambling Network. Hitting bets. Hitting bets. Hitting checks. Hitting checks. Making necks. Making necks. I bet. Let's hit some bets. Locks on, locks on, locks on, locks. Locks on, locks on, locks on, locks. I don't need the keys when I get the locks. Hitting them wagers, locking my pacer, doing it major. LA Lakers, locks on, locks on, locks on, locks. Locks on, locks on, locks on, locks. I don't need the keys when I get the locks. Hitting them wagers, locking my pacer, doing it major. LA Lakers. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the Gambling Feud Podcast, episode 13. But today is a special episode because we are doing a mock draft special. We got three fellow cappers in with us today. We'll introduce them in a second. But as always, my name is Kyle Comish. You can find me on Twitter at Comdog. And joining me, as always, for episode 13 is my cousin and co-host at DJ Low 4422 DJ Luch. DJ, how are we doing today? I'm doing great, Kyle. It is beautiful outside. It's almost too hot. I think I have a little winter weight I need to lose. Uh, my dad, farmer, always builds weight in the winter. Uh, keeps him warm. Well, I got a little bit of that because it is hot as hell out, but I- I'm going to get through it. But I'm excited. We got a special episode today. and We got some dogs on the show. Some yes. big cappers. Woo! Yes, we yes we do. And we'll introduce them right now so uh first on you'll recognize this man he was our very first guest pick him he's currently sitting second on the uh guest pick him standings right now and that is josh campbell also known as soup to many people josh how are we doing today you know i'm gonna be honest i'm a little dejected coming off just recently um a brutal four unit loser um, but you know, I'm uh, happy to be here. Thanks for having me back. Um, I'm, 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 I'm ready to, I'm ready to murder this draft. I've got the NFC beast and I'm already giving myself a draft grade of an A plus. I like that. I like that. I expect nothing, nothing but that. Like that is the minimum right there. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like if I get 99%, that's, that's an L I'm going for a hundred percent. Perfect. Perfect. Also joining us today is fellow capper on Twitter. You can find him at brust35, Brandon Russell. Brandon, how are we doing today? Not too shabby. Just had a burrito for, well, this is, we're recording this last night. Had a nice little California burrito for dinner. Uh, I'm also ready to murder this draft. I've already got four trades lined up. Uh, I'm sending three futures and uh, seven second round picks uh, for Trevor Lawrence. So whoever wants to trade for the first pick, let me know. <laughs> we might be having some trades after the, after the <laughs> show is over. Who knows? <laughs> and, finally, yeah. jo- and finally joining us today is the man that <clears throat> split into the gambling feud DMs. You can find him on Twitter at Coda Capper Pace. He's also our editor for every show. So when me and DJ mess up, he's the first guy to, come in and fix our mistakes pace meyer pace how are we doing today i'm good fellas i'm good thanks for having me on skull vikes screw toast uh excited for this uh excited for this draft and uh, couldn't be happier to, with the five guys here so uh, i got a hot prop bet and uh so you want to be sure to tune into that and just excited boys so uh ready to roll dj i don't know about you but i'm hyped for this episode should we get this thing rolling let's do it 
So let's go on to our first segment of the day, which is me and DJ's favorite segment, which is mic drop. So mic drop is basically a long segment of me and DJ ranting about something. It can be about sports. It can be about something happening in our life. Just something random. We rant about it. But this time it's special because we are doing a capper wide mic drop. So the three guys that we just mentioned earlier, they're also going to do a mic drop with us. So we're really, really excited for that. Uh, DJ, why don't you kick us off with the mic drop? You know I love batting leadoff, Kyle. Uh, so, yeah, started with, obviously, the most interesting MLB series this season is going to be the Padres versus the Dodgers. you got a lot of young talent. Uh, and Fernando Tatis, he hit some dingers, and then he hit some more dingers, and he hit a lot of dingers. But he was doing a lot of celebrating. And Trevor Barr, Barr uh, he came out, and the guy, you know, the guy asked him, like, were you okay with how – he kind of cocked off or celebrated during that home run. And basically, you know, Bauer's response was, if I give up a home run, like, the guy deserves to celebrate. And I love that. You know, your mad bums, your Madison bum gunners, your traditional pitchers, they they don't like when guys do that. And then, you know, next thing you know, you get a ball in the ribs next A.B. And like Bauer said, I don't think that's right. Like, you gave up a dinger and now you're going to hit him? I think you should be allowed to cock off. I mean – one of the best celebrations ever was the Jose Bautista bat flip in the playoffs. And that was one of the first bat flips we saw. And cause it just, you just didn't do it back then, but the generations getting the games getting younger. You got your Tatis, you got everybody. Uh, so I am all for the celebration. I don't know if you've noticed there's this new thing they do when they come around third, it's like a little hop thing. And then they go again, they're like, pause. It's pretty cool. I think I'd be good at it, but I don't know if I could hit a dinger to do that. So it's kind of, but we'll see. But anyway, I am all for home run celebrations and I'm all for pitchers accepting that if you're going to give up a dinger, you have to be willing to give up the celebration. Boom. That's a mic drop for sure, DJ. And, and I'm with you too. One of my favorite things that people don't necessarily talk about very much either is whenever they hit a dinger and they go around third and just the epic high five, they give their third base coach when they're coming around third. I mean, it's just out of this world. Right on. All right, DJ. Well, I guess I'll go. I'll go next, so these other cappers have a chance to get ready. So, my my mic drop is about just Twitter followers. So we've had a few Twitter followers lately, kind of tweeting at us, saying like, "Hey, you clown, give us a give us a pick," or you know, whenever it was just me, Pace, and Brandon and DJ, there was a guy after I went zero and five who said, "Hey, nice card, dude," stuff like that. There's just all kinds of Twitter people out there who love to be good like come by you whenever you're doing good, but they also love to dish on you when you're doing bad. And let me just say this. If you come at either me or DJ on the gambling feud website or on one of our personal Twitters, I guarantee if you ask us for a pick and call us a clown that you're, you're going to get blocked quicker than you're going to actually like feel like you realize you tweeted it. So just notice that. And I guess the last thing I'll say before I move on to somebody else is you really need to look at your follower account before you, uh, you tweet at me. If you if you have less than 100 followers outside of Pumbaa and Toast, just don't even slide to my mentions. <laughs> Spot on, Kyle. And I, I agree. Like, you get these guys with five followers, and they just come at us and say something stupid. It's like, dude, get out of here. Like, I don't need this. At least get some sort of follower reputation where I actually care about your follow. Like, you got You don't even have a picture. You just, it's the empty, what's, it used to be the egg. I don't know what it is now. It's literally like a fake pro, like, I don't know. But anyway, you don't even got a picture. Get out of here. I don't, I don't, 
I don't want your smoke in my DMs. If you're going to follow my picks, follow them. If you don't like them, don't like them. I don't care. Choose your own picks. Be your own man. Anyway, cut me off, Kyle. Let's move on. Who's next? Uh, we'll go. We'll go with Soup. How about because he's on? He's the only. Oh, Brandon's unmuted too. But we'll go with Soup first. Soup, what's your mic drop? Okay. Um, my mic drop. I've been ruminating about this for a while, and when I say a while, I'm, I'm I mean years. And I am starting to become just anti-sports replay review. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it across all sports. Um especially in baseball. I mean, I was watching the A's Rays game yesterday. There was an error, an error committed by, I believe the left fielder runner on third thought he had to tag because you know, he did, he obviously didn't expect the error throw down to home. It was a bad throw. He was to, I mean, to my, I was watching it live to my blind eye. I'm like, Oh, he's safe. Um, gives the big old, you know, wind up throws him out. I'm like, well, I'm like, well, excuse me, go, go to replay. And you can, it's just egregious. The, 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 he was just safe. I mean, his like entire hand and forearm was on the plate before the tag was applied. And these, I mean, and I hate, I don't, the umps are all fat. And he just, they, they're just standing there and they look fatter with the big, you know, headphones on, just standing there with their necks hanging out. And, oh, I'm, I, I'm sick of it. I, I, you know, it just slows the game down. Baseball games are already slow as is. Let's speed her up, fellas. I, and, you know, you can't can't re- review some plays. You can review others. I'm done. I'm done. Speed it up. Just make the calls. You're going to mess them up anyways. If you aren't going to fix them, that's, yeah, that is, that is my mic drop. Even on replay, the, the dude looked safe, too. So I don't know what they were yeah. looking at that made it seem like it wasn't safe. What's the I, point? I, 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 well, I don't know. I don't know. Like Manfred is making these rules to, to speed up the game, and but no replay at tax on another twenty minutes. Ugh, whatever, whatever. But what, what's the point of replay if you're not even going to get the call right? Like I saw that he was clearly safe. But yeah. how do we? And this is like the fourth call I've seen this year where yeah, they replay a baseball game where it was he you know they reviewed that and that was an even bigger of a deal that decided the game. Yeah. We're going to take 15 minutes to get a replay. And then we're going to still botch the call. Like, oh, ridiculous. I, I agree, Soup. I, I spot on agree. That was beautiful. <laughs> Thank you. Personally, I want I want longer baseball games. I don't want to be there for five hours. <laughs> I want every. I want a pitcher change every pitch. I want, you know, a mound visit every other pitch. I just want – just give me as much baseball as possible. E-Rest is the type of person that just wants to see the world burn sometimes. Exactly. That is <laughs> – yep. You're not wrong. Well, speaking of you, B Russ, what do you got for your mic drop? Uh, mine's going to be, you know, a lot shorter than uh, soups, but the mine's involving uh, some a team that is going to be drafted number seventeen. I'm going to be picking for them later. Uh, the Las Vegas Raiders need to learn how to finish a goddamn football season. Uh, the last two seasons, six and four and six and three, and they missed the playoffs both times let's figure this the hell out and um you know let's make the playoffs for like the second time in my lifetime uh you know i'd rather go two and like start out two and seven than six and three and that way i just don't get my heart ripped out of my chest at the end of every season so john gruden Derek carr defense figured out defense is the one defense needs to figure it the hell out 
Well said, B Russ. Well said. You know, well, you got what... you got a great backup QB in Marcus Mariota, though, but I mean he's better than some teams regular QBs. You know, he comes in and I he'd probably do well in the Vikings. Preach. And he'd be a lot cheaper too. <laughs> yeah. He'd be a lot cheaper. <laughs> what you want to be paying ninety million dollars for old for old Kirk Cousins? Imagine the corners and D-line we could have if we didn't have to pay Kirk Cousins. Hey. Best defense in the league. But you guys made it to an NFC championship with him, right? Oh, wait, no. That was uh, <laughs> the other one. No, it was the, Kirk. No, it wasn't. It was, no, uh, it was Keenum, uh, baby. It was Keenum. 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 That's Keenum. What, yeah, oh. that's what <laughs> also, slow white, non-athletic. Mm-hmm. Same player, just <laughs> different salary. Yeah, same player, just about a foot shorter, and uh, yeah, about makes way million, less money. Eighty million dollars cheaper. <laughs> Had a way better college career. That's true. Nah, it was the it was the offense. <laughs> Kirk Cousins had a great college career. It was the offense at Houston. Kirk Cousins is still all time for you. Like that? You like that? That's that true. Mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. All time. Is that worth paying eighty million dollars though? Is that million. one phrase worth eighty million dollars? close imagine the t-shirts they could print seriously why haven't they yeah that's what i yeah you know what the washington football team the vikings why aren't they printing these t-shirts let's let's start making you know listen you put me in the front office i'm making <laughs> i'm making moves we're making money we're move. we're going to the super bowl you know hey <laughs> just just put me in the front office i don't know if you see this but my uh name right there gm brandon russell so let's <laughs> let's start making right some moves here i logged in i'm like oh we, we've got a professional here mm-hmm. yep people are gonna hear this and they're like oh we need him in our front office so Starts this, off by this might be this money. yeah this might be uh my short-lived gambling career i'm gonna go be a gm in the nfl here after today yo can you give me tickets to remember us when it happens yeah Get us all yeah. tickets to a game. Get us box suites one time, please. Yeah, I got you. Yes. You guys will know. Just not by Jackson Mahomes there, B-Russ. <laughs> what? Just not by Jackson Mahomes when you, please. When you, when you get big. Please, no. No. Don't, don't do it to us. Uh-uh. No, thank you. Mahomes, the Mahomeses will not be affiliated with my team. Perfect. Very good. Yeah. All right, uh. Pace, why don't you wrap up our mic drop for us? What do you got for all the viewers at home? All right. It might not be as passionate as Soups was, but uh, I got some beef with some NBA jerseys. I'm a big jersey guy, especially in the summer. You know, uh, baseball jerseys, you uh, you can't see it now, but DJ's got his uh, old school uh, Minnesota Vikings Peterson jersey on. And uh, basketball jerseys are my favorite, but I don't got the biceps to show off, you know. So uh, the <laughs> sleeves, you know, uh, obviously they, they don't have sleeves on. So I'm looking for the NBA to get in kind of the baseball uh, jersey look and add some sleeves to the jerseys. I know B-Russ remembers the Cleveland Cavaliers. LeBron had uh, – they had sleeves on those jerseys, right? So bring those back for all the teams so we can purchase them because I ain't trying to go out uh, hot boy summer and uh, and show off these – these, these nasty biceps that uh, are very puny. So put some sleeves on these NBA jerseys and uh, I'll buy every single jersey that you have. So that's my mic drop. I am the same I am the same way just for the fact that I am so pasty white, like up past <laughs> my sleeve line. Like yep. I have the worst farmer tan in the world. So like anytime I wear a jersey like that, I have to wear an undershirt just yep, so I don't yep. show that off. I just hate that. So I no, am with yeah. you 100% pace. Absolutely. And the, and jerseys look, NBA jerseys look like really sweet when you have a hoodie underneath, you know, but yep. who's, wearing a, who's wearing a hoodie in the summer? 
Did they not for a little bit have sleeve jerseys? Like I remember LeBron. Yeah, the Cavs, yeah, the Cavs won. The Cavs, yeah, the Cavs won a tight won a title with their yeah, their yeah. sleeve jerseys. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Not. I mean, I'm, that's gonna live. That the blue jerseys. They were black. Oh, I thought they were blue, dark blue. Black. They, oh, they're thinking no, maroon. They, had, they were black. They were black. Black. Okay. Okay. Yeah. That that trust me, I, that's gonna live in <laughs> you know that'll be the only happiness I'll ever feel as a sports fan. <laughs> one title, so you know, fifty years, be another fifty years. <laughs> hey, you got one, B Russ. We don't. So that's true. Yeah, I have one more title than everybody in this uh, in this chat. So this is true. You know, I want to spell LeBron. and be ones. <laughs> <laughs> fair. All right, two of us have titles. Yes. <laughs> I mean, I am a Celtics fan, so. Oh yeah, we, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. My Bandwagon God. Celtics. We forgot Man. about that. Oh, here we go. <laughs> what part of New England are you from? <laughs> the you new part. Why, why do we bring these guys on again? <laughs> I. They've been begging us. They Venmoed us money. I mean, we kind of were obligated. We just kept dragging them along. They're like, "Can we come on?" We're like, "Fine, we'll get you on." Fifty dollars later each, which I lost betting. So what was the point of having them pay us? Ah. Yeah. Well, Pace said he would pay my $50. So did he pay you guys the $50 yet? Yeah, I paid soup and then soup put it on his bets on the on the bucks over and it lost. So that's oh. all. <laughs> <got, and> <laughs> yeah, my my bookie definitely has Pace's 50 uh, <laughs> and a little more, um, unfortunately. <laughs> Yikes. Tough, uh, tough look there, soup. <laughs> Fellas, that was a really good mic drop. I'm glad we brought you guys on. It was more than just me and DJ talking for that. So that was sweet. Uh, DJ, let's, uh, before we get into our mock draft, let's do our um, home run pick em and fancy baseball player of the week. Yeah. So obviously we couldn't skip this because we need to have the season keep going because me and Kyle just can't find a winner in our home run pick em. Uh This week, Kyle had JD Martinez. I had Kyle Tucker and they both had one dinger. Uh, so me and Kyle have now faced four weeks and we're currently tied zero, zero and four. Uh, it just, we just can't, we can't win. I don't, I don't know what it is, uh, but the daily fantasy baseball player, my guy went off this week. I mean, absolutely bananas. So last week, Kyle had JD Martinez who had 69 points. I had Starling Castro who had 62.9. And this week I had you, Guriel who had 117.3 points. He had three dingers, 11 RBIs in six games. The funny thing is I looked, he was like 0 for 9 going into the game. And I I picked him for reasons unknown. I did. Uh, But he went off. uh, So we now have a new season high. Julio Goriel, 117.3. Our season low, still owned by Kyle at 24.2. Uh, so the series, I'm currently up 2-1 in our series. Uh, so picks for this week. Kyle, why don't you bat lead off, buddy? All right, DJ, I will bat lead off. So for my home run pick him, I wanted to wait a little bit on this guy, but just looking at the lineup, he's facing the Orioles on Thursday. He's facing a really, really bad Tigers lineup, one of the worst in the league. I got to do it. I got to pull the trigger. For my home run pick him, I'm taking John Carlos Stanton. And I like then it. For my daily fantasy fantasy player, again, I'm another guy facing a really, really poor lineup, pitching staff, and he has had a really solid season. He's had seven home runs, batting 332. So for my 
Uh, Daily Fantasy Sports, I am taking Nick Castellanos. Solid stuff right there. Uh, kind of the same wave. Uh, you know I always pick two dudes on the same team for reasons unknown, but a rule I made to myself. Uh, so for my home run hitter, I'm going with Justin Upton. I think he has the Rangers and then someone else bad. Uh, the Rangers are giving up like the most home runs or like the third most. I don't know. And then for my daily fantasy, I'm going with Jared Walsh. I don't know if you guys have heard of this guy. He's a young pro- young guy. I wouldn't call him a prospect because he's in the league. Plays first base. He's on the Angels. And the dude can rake. The dude can hit. Uh, so if you don't know about Jared Walsh, look him up. But that's who we got for this week. Uh, Kyle, should we get into the main segment, the one we've been waiting for since last week when we thought of the idea? Let's do it, DJ. I'm super pumped. So for the viewers at home, what happened was is we asked the entire uh, Code of Sports Gambling Network if they wanted to be on the show to help us out with this. And all but one have decided to be on it. The other one just wasn't big into the NFL draft. So so be it. So but basically, they each capper chose a division, most of them being a division that they're fans of teams of. And then from there, we just kind of split out the teams and we all have equal picks. The one thing that we are going to mention is there are no trades. We just did that for complexity purposes and stuff like that. So that is a big thing for the draft. And then before we dive in and we reveal the number one pick, uh, let's talk some NFL props. So DJ, for me, the NFL prop I'm looking at is QB over under five and a half. And I know you and me talked earlier about people taking like Mon or Trask. I don't see that first round. So my big prop is I'm going under five and a half QBs taken in the first round. All righty. Well, so I actually have four listed off here. So I hope I don't steal anybody else's. And if I do, just repeat it. Make it sound like it was your own idea. Uh, But I am the opposite of Kyle. And this is strictly a value bet. QB round one over five and a half is plus 300. That's a solid amount. And I've heard a lot of news. I've heard a lot of scuttlebutt. You know, I'm kind of in with the GMs in the NFL. And I've heard someone might trade up or do something to get one of those late picks to steal a Kelly Mond or a Trask, even though Trask looked terrible in that uh, uh, college bowl game. But no, no, I'm not going to get into it. So that's one of my bets. I think it's a value bet. Uh, One bet I actually really love, Lions' exact playing position of their first drafted player, wide receiver, is plus 120. Now, you guys, I don't know if you know this, the Lions land where three receivers are just right there. And they just lost Kenny Galladay, who was their best receiver. They don't have anybody at receiver. So they need a receiver. And it's plus 120 for a receiver. They're taking a receiver. I just, I know it. Uh, my second or my third one, wide receivers over four and a half. There's going to be a guaranteed three taken. And then there's a solid four debatable ones that could be taken. So all we need is two out of that four. It is minus 200. It's a hefty price to pay, but I do like wide receivers over four and a half. And then offensive players round one, uh, the over under set at 18 and a half. I have flipped back and forth right away. I thought over, then I thought under, then I thought over, but I'm going to go with the under on this one plus even money, I guess. Uh, for offensive players, I think it's going to be right about 15 to 16. I think they have it inflated about a point and a half. Uh, I think they have it th- one too many players. Uh, so I think the under's the move here. I could be way off. Uh, let's go the same order we did last time. Josh, what do you got for your player props? 
All right. I, excuse me. I have two. Um, one is a heavy fave and one is a big dog. Um, I, my, my favorite one, um, I've loved this, um, but over 0.5 running backs taken in the first round. Um, I, I think the number has moved, um, but as a, a week ago when I took it, it was minus 235. Um, I would, if I was, you know, if I follow in B Russ's footsteps and was ever a GM, I would never, ever, ever take a running back in the first round, but NFL teams year after year show us that they are dumb. They just consistently, I mean, I, th- I believe this may be incorrect, but I believe in the last 15 years, there've only been two drafts where a running back has not gone in the first round. Um, so I'm, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. I'm a, I'm, I'm, a bit, I'm a big fan of that bet. If you can find it, you know, any, at anywhere around minus 235, I really like it. And then this one, I like a little bit less. Would it, you know, probably wouldn't put um, a full unit on it, but I'm definitely going to dabble. I really like um, over 1.5 tight ends taken in the first round. I mean, no matter what, you know, Pitts, Pitts is, there's a 100% chance he's going in the top 10. And there isn't really a consensus number two behind him. But I think... I mean, because this, this you're looking at, I, I've seen it at plus 380. I've seen it at plus 400. I've seen it at plus 420, depending on what book you're looking at. I mean, obviously this bet isn't going to hit every time, but I think it's worth a half unit for getting that crazy value. Um, I mean, they're, especially in the like back back forth of the draft, there, there are a fair amount of teams who um, are tight and needy. Um, so yeah, I, I, I like that one for a little bit of value. Those are two good ones. And I, I think the last I saw that running back, because I was going to do the running back one myself, because you know one's getting taken, but it was like minus 400. I was like, woof, woof. That's a lot of juice. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> probably, probably wouldn't recommend it at that number, but if you can get it at, you know, or I mean, minus any, anything below minus 270, I think that has value. Oh, tons of value. I mean, you got ETN and you got Harris. One of those yeah, two is I'm getting big. I, I really like Najee Harris. I yeah. mean, I'm, I would oh, never yeah. take him in the first round, but I think he's uber talented. Alabama running backs are either a hit or a miss. I mean, you got goofball Richardson, Trent Richardson, bust. But then you got Derrick Henry, who's still running right now. Like, yeah. they, they still yeah. can't tackle him. And the season's not even going on. Like, I don't get it. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, no, that it's Alabama running backs are a real hit or miss, but B Russ, let's go to you, buddy. What do you got for your player prop bet? All right. So I got two, I got who the third pick, who is going to be the third pick. And I saw the value on this. I, I don't know what the deal is with people hating on Justin Fields. Justin Fields is, was an elite prospect. He was the number two prospect after the sugar bowl people were saying well he may be better than trevor lawrence after the sugar bowl because he threw for like 400 yards with broken ribs um so i think justin fields goes third overall to the niners i think kyle shanahan's throwing a lot of smoke out there so plus 350 justin fields i just locked it in like 10 minutes ago justin fields to the niners and then my second one is jamar chase uh the number pick he goes at, I have it over six. I think the first five, the first four are pretty much locked in as quarterbacks or, and then you got, I think Kyle Pitts is going to go somewhere in the top five. And then that just leaves one more pick. Um, so I think Jamar chase over six uh, at plus plus one seventy is a lot of value as well. I like those two picks and yeah, that I, I don't, I don't get why people are hating on fields. It, it 
uh, he looks a little bad at the pro day, and everyone's like, oh, my God. It didn't look as bad as Mac Jones did. But that's true, which is very hard to look as bad as he did. Yeah, Mac Yikes. Jones. And then people brought up, like, his like he has character issues and all this stuff, and nobody's talking about Mac Jones had two DUIs by the time he was a sophomore at Alabama. Like, what are we even talking about? Like, Justin Fields, I'd take him eight days a week. He's he's electric. He's going to be – I think he's going to be a great quarterback in the NFL. I agree. And we don't condone drinking and driving because you might hit a bump and spill your drink. So mm-hmm. exactly. <laughs> exactly. That's 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 great for the podcast, DJ. Good stuff. It's <laughs> no a quote from the office. No I'm quoting the office. It is. <laughs> you can't put that on me. I'm quoting the office. Yeah. If you're I quoting a TV show, then you can't get in trouble. That's that's the rules. No. I, I, I appreciate it. That's what she said. Mm-hmm. Uh Pace, let's go to you real quick. What do you got for your uh, NFL props? Well, it's like B. Russ and I have a podcast together or something because we're on the same page there. Uh, I also like uh, that uh, Justin Fields third pick. Uh, I don't know. Uh, the 49ers should just be uh, kicked out of the NFL if they take Mac Jones. Uh, that It's just the stupidest thing ever. I, I don't get it. Uh, yeah, he's talented, but Justin Fields, I mean, plus 550. Uh, I'm looking at, at my book uh, to be taken third overall. Trey Lance plus 250. Don't hate either of those, but I just don't think it's going to be Mac Jones third overall. So I also like that Justin Fields pick uh, much like B-Russ does there. Like I said, plus plus 550. That, that's a lot of good value there. So that's where I'm going there. And then uh, as far as my other one, I just had two. I'm also taking the, um, oh, where is it here? I'm going to take the, um, the over Javante Williams draft position. I'm taking that over 42 and a half. I know that's uh, at plus 105. I just think that he's going to go later on in that second round there. So I'm going to take him over 42 and a half. Um, why did I take that one? I have no idea. Uh, maybe got some uh, insight, some inside sources. So that's what I'm going with. Javante Williams over 42 and a half at plus 105. And then of course, Justin Fields to be, be taken third at plus 550. That second prop bet is a classic pace pick <laughs> in, the, in the weeds. Hey, it's uh college basketball is over. I can't uh, bet on, you know, uh, CSB Fullerton or whoever I was betting on. So I, I got to get some uh, in the weeds draft pick. So that's what I'm going with Javante Williams there. I like it nonetheless, though. Hey, uh, Pace, when you're a GM, can you collude with us to get us a good bet? Like, oh, absolutely. Just basically, absolutely. Or no, wait, it's Brandon too. When one of you two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Brandon. Brandon. There we yeah, go. Yeah, Brandon. I don't know why it's – you yeah, were talking, yeah. Pace. It's on you. Anyway, <laughs> uh, but yeah, Brandon, when you're a GM, collude with all of us to get us a good bet. Tell us what you're absolutely. taking. Absolutely. Absolutely. I got you guys. And then, well, then you can't tell the public or else no, it's going to get out and you know, so yeah. Also, I just want, I'm taking, I'm taking no running backs in the first round. That's you, you can take that to the bank, take it to the bank, put Uh, the mortgage on it. Okay. So um, I uh, trivia too. Javante Williams. Who who is he? And where did he play? Anyone know? Um, No, no, Texas soup. What do you got? Um, Florida State. Oh, close. Uh, UNC, he's a running back. So, oh, clearly you guys have done your clearly you guys have done your research for this draft episode. I was just told hey, first. We I was just told for. I was just told we're just round. doing first round. <laughs> first round. No running. I, why do I need to know a running back if I'm not taking one until the third? I was day? told seventh round, so I don't know what's happening. 
That Kyle was the one who set this up, so we're putting the blame on him. I'm getting that blame off me right away. <laughs> Kyle set this up, so smart, I do. Smart. I do want to make a point to the listeners at home. Would you listeners at home really listen to a full seven round mock draft? I don't think so. Yes, no, I yeah. would. <laughs> no, uh, uh-uh. no, I would rather be four point four units on the first half over. <laughs> Fucking listen to a seven round mock draft with five of us goons. <laughs> oh man this thing rolling yeah kyle so uh yeah we'll start off by announcing the pick uh and then we'll allow our pickers to give us their logic as to why they picked what they picked um no real time limit here we're just going to kind of flow uh so i guess to get this thing started with the first pick in the draft is the jacksonville jaguars kyle is picking for them so kyle you are on the clock buddy let me know All when right, the pick cool. is in, and I'll make that little. Wait, will you be doing it verbally? <laughs> yeah, I'm, no, I'm not gonna. Oh, yeah, I'm not gonna. Oh, no, let's go. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, the pick is in. <laughs> With the first pick in the 2021 NFL Draft, the Jacksonville Jaguars select. Trevor Lawrence, quarterback from Clemson. Boo. Gasp. Shocker uh, pa- at number one. <laughs> Pace, what did you say would happen if if Trevor Lawrence wasn't picked number one? That this episode's d- just deleted. Like, get it <laughs> off my computer when I'm done editing it. Get it out of the internet. Like, if, that, if it wasn't Trevor Lawrence, like, shut it down. So, as the editor of our podcast... <laughs> We, we really, it's up to him to get everything kind of going and flowing and get it published. So Kyle was forced into picking Trevor Lawrence <laughs> this is at true. that or point. No, or else there's no episode. Yeah. Yep, yep. Smart move on, <laughs> smart move on Pace's part. Yes, yes. All right. So quickly, before we get into Kyle, why you picked, Josh, you are on the clock with the Jets. The second pick in the draft is the Jets and Soup is picking for them. But Kyle, quickly, why did you pick them, buddy? Or so why did you pick him? <laughs> So Jacksonville had a lot of struggles. They uh, they struggled basically everywhere, but they they did have some bright spots. You know, they had a really really solid rookie running back in James Robinson. Like he won a lot of weeks in fantasy for me. They have a, a wide receiver core with Lavisca Chenault and Marvin Jones. They just got a brand new coach in Urban Meyer. They have all the pieces to slowly start to rebuild the biggest thing they needed was a quarterback and Minshew is not the answer. The dude has one of the best mustaches I'll ever see. I think he's the I think he's not going to be the answer they need to get to that next level. I think Trevor Lawrence is the best QB in this draft. So I think that's just an easy number one pick. Slam dunk. All right. Soup buddy is the pick in. Yes. All right. Uh, With the second pick in the 2021 NFL draft, the New York Jets select Zach Wilson out of BYU. Soaker. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm gonna be honest. Every, you know, every, every. Uh, uh, if if I were the Jets GM, Joe Douglas, is that his name, or did he get fired? I don't remember. I would not take Mr. Wilson. Um, but anyways, it's just. I mean, he's the consensus. It sounds like you know Todd McShay the other day said um, there's a hundred percent chance he goes at two. So I'm just following the experts, you know, this, this mock draft, we have to get every pick, right? So, you know, he's, he's going, go, go, going with the facts. That's true. Mm-hmm. 
I, I like I like it. And we're going to compare our mock draft to the mock drafts experts and see how we do. But uh, let's move right along. So with the third pick in the draft is the San Francisco 49ers and DJ will be selecting for them. So DJ, you are on the clock. Pick is in. Get the sound going. All right. With the third pick in the 2021 draft, the 49ers select Justin Fields. Ohio State. Cash is, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Ohio State University. The Ohio State University. So while, so while, before DJ gives his pick, just the fourth pick is going to be the Falcons, which is Pace. But DJ, why Justin Fields here? So Pace, and I think Brandon alluded to this earlier, but I don't know where this hate on Justin Fields is coming from. It's just absurd at this point. Like, I, I think he, he had such a great season. He had such, like, He's clearly the best quarterback in this draft remaining. Obviously, Lawrence and Wilson went. The 49ers need a quarterback. Obviously, Garoppolo isn't the answer. I think either it was Pace or Brandon. I don't know who said it. But they said, you know, Shanahan's kind of throwing smoke around whether he wants to draft Fields, making it seem like he doesn't want to draft him. But he wants him. He's athletic. I mean, he literally had his rib destroyed and still ended up with it. I mean, that was insane. Mm -hmm. Like, he Mm -hmm. spun into a guy destroyed his rib, got the call, which I thought was bogus. And I might have to rant about that now that I think about it. Uh, but later, um, but anyway, so yeah, I, um, I think he's the clear cut number three guy in this draft. And I think the plus, what is it? Plus three fifty, plus 500. What is it? Yeah, I for, mean, it varies on, I had it at three fifty. pace said he got it at five fifty, So it just depends on, depends on the book. Lock it in boys. It's a lock, lock it in. I personally think he's the second best quarterback behind I don't know. I, again, I don't know what the hype is behind Wilson. Um, yeah. I he think wasn't that, even a captain at BYU. <laughs> no, I mean, he'd been gone for like three years on his mission or whatever. He's got three kids he's got to worry about and two wives. So, you know, <laughs> um, yeah, he, I, I don't like, he had the one good year. He was okay in his junior year, his senior year. He was, uh, you know, great in the limited amount of games they played. They didn't play anybody though until they played Coastal Carolina and then they lost to, coastal carolina and yeah it i just think justin fields is the second best quarterback in this uh draft his junior or sophomore year he had 50 touchdowns and three interceptions like that's unheard of numbers i've heard he's the most accurate debatably or he wasn't statistically speaking i don't know though but There's anyway one way to find out yeah. him versus trevor lawrence in a uh pop em, pop em yep. contest and throw me in there for fun. I'll, I'll yeah, oh, the, exactly. the Dr. Pepper halftime concert. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> yeah, they don't even throw them. They just like push, yep. it, like push them into the. <laughs> yes, I love it. First three picks have gone about as normal as people would say with Lawrence Wilson and Fields. Uh, Pace is on the clock with the uh, Atlanta Falcons. Pace is the pick in. The yes, pick is the in. picks in. With the fourth pick in the 2021 NFL Draft, the Atlanta Falcons take tight end wide receiver Kyle Pitts from Florida. I can't believe that. Good All pick. Right. Good pick. I can't believe electric, that. Electric. Qu- electric. Quickly. I was watching highlights today. He is an electric factory. Before we get into it, B. Ross Brandon is on the clock with the Bengals, but Pace, what do you got, bud? Why Kyle? Why See, Kyle Pitts? The Falcons are in an interesting spot here. If B. Russ, uh, B. B. Russ, if uh, Justin Fields would have dropped, maybe uh, the Falcons take uh, Fields here. But 
Uh, Matt Ryan, he's getting older, but uh, he's still a solid quarterback. So I don't think they need a QB yet unless it's the one that they really want. And with Fields uh, being drafted in this one by the 49ers, I went with Pitts here. Um, you can move him out to wide receiver, possibly if you want. He can. He's obviously a great pass catcher. Uh, he can sit at that tight end spot too. The Falcons have uh, Hayden Hurst. And uh, on their uh, depth chart, uh, Lee Smith, if anyone's heard of him. So those are their mm-hmm. top two tight ends. Great or great. What's that, B-Russ? Raider great, Lee Smith. <laughs> okay, see, yeah, B-Russ wouldn't know that. So uh, I like Kyle Pitts here, um, especially if the Falcons, uh, I, I've, I've heard, or we've heard, uh, me being the GM of the Falcons, we're listening to offers uh, from other teams on Julio Jones. So taking Pitts here, um, and then if they do move on with Julio Jones, that makes that a little more acceptable uh, to, to make that, uh, to pull that trigger there. So I think Kyle Pitts, 6'6", 240. Uh, like B-Russ said, he was watching highlights of him. This dude's a monster. Uh, probably the best pass catcher in this uh, draft right now. So they'll take him with the, with the fourth pick here. I mean, how Very do you guard? Yeah, how do you guard Calvin Ridley, Julio Jones if he stays or yep. if he doesn't get shipped off, and Kyle Pitts? How do you guard all three of those guys? Yeah, you can't. Like, don't. You can't. I, don't. <laughs> I would just make I mean, it's like the, it's like the, it's like the chief. It's like the Chiefs. Like, you know, you get – the dominant wide receivers. And then you got that guy that is basically a wide receiver playing tight end in Kyle Pitts. And he just, you know, runs right down the middle of the field. And, you know, he commands so much attention on defense that it takes away from the other guys. And you, there's only so many guys to guard, you know, skill well, guys. How many, on offense. how many human beings weigh 250 pounds are six foot five and run a fucking four, four forty. Like, no, I mean, very that's valid. me. That that is just, <laughs> me and I mean, DJ. Unheard. Me and DJ both. There's two of them on this podcast. <laughs> two I'll of them the on this podcast. I'll be the humble one and say it's not me. <laughs> Fair. Somebody had to say it. All uh, right. It sounds like the pick is in though. Um, and with the fifth pick in the 2021 NFL Draft, the Cincinnati Bengals select Panay Sewell, offensive tackle. Oregon. Great pick. Great Good pick. pick. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I know. Thank you. GMB Russ. Great pick. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. So I'll be on the You got to protect here. Joe Burrow. Yeah, I mean, Kyle is. That... Yeah, oh, sorry. Kyle's on the clock here with the Dolphins, but quick, B Russ, obviously go through. Why Why are we taking I mean, Panay? I mean, how I in my notes, I have how do you support Joe Burrow going forward? Is it up front? Do you get more playmakers? Because my backup pick was Jamar Chase. Uh, I mean, and then I said, all you need to do is look at a picture of his knee from last year, and it lets you know that, hey, you better get some people to block or else he's going to be spending a lot of time uh, on his back in the future. A couple of stats for you here. Joe Burrow last year had a pocket time of 2.3 seconds, fifth worst in the NFL, and he also took 72 hits, tied for fourth worst in the NFL. So they need – they're already uh, – Jonah Williams is coming back. Uh, I think uh, – not Brian Beluga. There's another – Ryan uh, – Riley Reef. they have as well. And then they're adding now Panay Sewell. So that offensive line is going to immediately take a big step forward. And, you know, Joe Burrow is going to be able to get the ball to the playmakers he has and Higgins and Boyd and uh, what's the woman beater in the backfield? Mixon. Mixon, that's it, yeah. Also, breaking news, oh, uh, Riley Reef is trash. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, Riley Reef is like 50 years old. but just, uh, he, is, he is garbage. <laughs> yeah, so uh, the Bengals better get somebody better than Riley Reef. 
Also, Riley Reef or Riley Reed. I don't know which one I'd like more. So <laughs> we all know the we all know the answer to that. <laughs> Come on now. I will say quick before we get to the pick, I was very surprised at how well Joe Burrows did. I was very skeptical. I, he just he didn't he just kind of popped off one year and he went from not even really being considered a first round draft pick to a, a, like a guaranteed number one pick. And I was I was very sus, as they say in the cool kids gang. Um, but what, what do I quickly? What do you guys think? Obviously, he did well, but were you expecting it? Okay, I want to. I, I, I want to interject here. I it, it was either a Thursday night game or a Monday night game, standalone. And I knew Joe Burrow was elite when I had Bengals plus seven and a half versus. That was the Browns uh, game. I remember first, that game. That was Browns. the Browns game. Yep, that was the Browns and game on Thursday night. I had that too. Go- Garbage time. And the, the reason why I took the pick, Dave Portnoy, the great Dave Portnoy, he said, you just can't wake up tomorrow morning and think to yourself, I laid seven and a half with the Cleveland Browns. And this kid, <laughs> this kid with two minutes left, drove down the field and threw, I believe, to, to a touchdown to T. Higgins and to cover, to, to cover plus seven and a half. Mm-hmm. And that moment right there, I knew he's going to be elite. I mean, good, <laughs> that players, moment, good players I win, great players Joe cover. Burrow. Great players cover. That's what they say, you know? Yep. Yep. That's such I a mean, Dave Portnoy thing, too. <laughs> <laughs> All right. It sounds like the pick is in. With the sixth pick in the 2021 NFL Draft, the Miami Dolphins select Jamar Chase, wide receiver, LSU. Damn, my other pick didn't cash. <laughs> so DJ will be on the clock next with the with the Lions. But the reason I think that the Dolphins would go here, first of all, I if, if Kyle Pitts drops the Dolphins, I don't know if he will, but if he drops the Dolphins, that's going to be the move. But just... Tua needs somebody else on offense to help him out a little bit. He was struggling last year, and he just needs a weapon to help him out so that they can keep folks and other guys. They just signed Will Fuller. So I think by adding another really, really electric wide receiver in Jamar Chase, or if like like I said, if, if Pitts drops or Kyle Pitts, but I think it's going to be Jamar Chase, I think that's just the move to go with. Is is Tua the answer? That's what that's what people are saying. Is Tua the answer at quarterback no. for the Dolphins, or does he stink? No, I agree. I agree with Soup. I think he stinks. They couldn't he score is, for shit. He has below average mobility, below average accuracy, below average arm strength. I'm not sold. I. It's I, crazy. I, he had this. People said he had the same hip injury as Bo Jackson, and Bo Jackson was never the same. But all of a sudden, Tua was supposed to be. You know, oh, he's fine. He had the same injury as. The greatest athlete, two, first or second greatest athlete of all time, but no, two is going to be okay. Ridiculous. I'm, I'm with you, GM. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. If I if I was making that pick, he'd be getting booted, and Trey Lance would be coming down to Miami. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. Well, let's see. It looks like the pick is in for the Lions. We're going to get the sound. Na, 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 na. <laughs> I was waiting for the sound. Sorry, I, I can't I, just I, go I switched, up and make the pick. I switched, I switched pages real quick, and I, I, was, I got lost in translation. All right, so with the seventh pick in the draft, the Lions take Devonta, Devonta, whatever it is, Smith. Devonta, Devonta Smith, Alabama, roll Thanks, tide. Man. Absolute uh, monster. Yeah. 
So quickly, who's on the clock? Pace with the eighth pick and the Panthers, Carolina Panthers. Uh, so my explanation, the Lions, I talked about this earlier in the podcast, but the Lions need a receiver real bad. They just lost Kenny Galladay, their lead one. Uh, they lost Matthew Stafford. I mean, they just – things aren't going right there. They need an offensive playmaker. And who better than the Heisman man himself? I mean, just just lit it up last season. Everyone thought that Waddle was going to be the clear-cut number one there, and he was until he got injured. And then Smith just showed, like, teams are almost triple-teaming him, and he just destroyed them. And like I said, the Lions needed a playmaker like him. And they – I mean, they already struck gold when they got Calvin Johnson, who I think might be debatably one of the best receivers of all time, even though he played a short career. Uh, but – Smith could be their answer. It looks like the pick is in. With the eighth pick in the 2021 NFL draft, the Carolina Panthers select Micah Parsons linebacker from Penn State. I like that. that. So uh, next on the clock is Brandon with his team. No, yeah, not his team. I lied. Sorry, I'm thinking of somebody else. The Broncos. But Pace, real quick, uh, why Micah Parsons here, you think? So if you look back at the Carolina Panthers uh, back in their heyday, uh, like uh, my dad likes to say it, get off my lawn, those type of people, uh, the Panthers had Luke Keekley and Thomas Davis, right, patrolling the middle of the field on defense now, uh, on defense there. Now they have Shaq Thompson and free agent addition Denzel Perryman. Not a bad one-two combo, but uh, I think they need some more help on the defensive side of the ball and uh, to kind of get back to that Luke Keekley uh, era. So I think uh, Parsons is one of the best defensive players in this draft. Um, he's uh, a sideline to sideline guy, great tackler. Uh, weaknesses though, uh, you know, good, in- good instincts, not great. Um, he might have some minor character concerns just here through the grapevine. And uh, I know those are, are big when it comes to the NFL draft. But again, if, uh, if you can play football, you can play football. Look at Antonio Brown. So uh, he does need to uh, take, uh, need some work on taking and shedding blocks, but uh, I like him. And if he can fall uh, to the Panthers here, which I think he will, uh, I think they can take him there. Also thought about a quarterback, but uh, everybody knows they got Sam Darnold, little 2.0 action, and uh, he's trying to get redemption. So, uh, and I think he can do that getting away from the Jets. So uh, the Panthers take Micah Parsons here from Penn State. You never. I think, that, I think that rule will really, if, if he did have character issues, I think Matt Rule is one of the best of just like developing players like that. So I Absolutely. think that's a good move. Yep. Coming from college, I like that too. You never can go wrong with a Big Ten linebacker. They know how to breed them there. It's a it's a Big Ten country. They breed linebackers. Is the pick in? Corn fed. Yeah, the yes. corn fed. That's the thing. The corn and beef fed. Ain't no vegetarians mm-hmm. out here. No. We're beef fed, baby. But is the pick in? The with the tenth overall pick in the all right. Nine. Editor, cut that. <laughs> nine, dummy. No, no cutting. We're not cutting any of this. <laughs> We're leaving this raw. Oh, that's embarrassing. Unfiltered. Also, it's not even Soup's pick, is it? No, no that's it's my pick. Okay. Brandon's pick. We even uh, said it right before it happened. Jeez, Louise. Are you there looking at no the screen at Sharon? There will be no questions at <laughs> this time. With the ninth pick in the 2021 NFL Draft, the Denver Broncos select Trey Lance, quarterback, North Dakota State. All right, so uh, Soup will be on the clock next with the Cowboys taking 10th, but 
Uh, B Russ with the Broncos and Drew Locke. What's your thinking of them taking Trey Lance here, number nine? So in my notes, I had you know I had a couple guys for each pick. My notes here just says best quarterback available, um, and Drew Locke is absolutely not the guy. Um, I've hated him ever since he came into the league. And then he did that stupid rapping, that video where he was rapping on the sidelines and everyone thought he was the coolest MFer. And I was like, no, this guy sucks. I hate him. He's trash. Uh, he is not the answer. We've seen it for the past couple of years. He sucks. Uh, what do you have? 16 touchdowns, 15 interceptions, 57.3 uh, completion percentage last year. Drew Locke, not the guy. Let's get somebody, you know, who knows, who knows how to win in there in a North Dakota state bisons. <laughs> I'm seeing, I'm seeing some mad bias here out of Brandon Russell. Cause he's a Raiders fan. Now I, I know that the stats back it up, but that drew lock rapping video was sick. That was dope. No, don't you, he don't, hit, don't he you hit dare. The, oh, don't I got, you dare. I got a buddy who's a, who's a Broncos fan. Uh, who knows, man, maybe he can figure it out. He probably won't figure it out. No. Uh, so they need and he somebody. has the most punch he has the most punchable face in the nfl <laughs> that's, facts. So, that's, that's facts. not true joe burrows is way more punchable no don't you dare joe burrow is uh, an ohio legend you leave joe burrow alone now i lied i lied when sam ellinger comes in, comes in the nfl he has mm-hmm. a punchable face <laughs> yes i agree with that all right I do it, agree so- with that. <laughs> it sounds like the first pick or the pick is in um, All right, Soup, this is your pick, okay? You ready, buddy? I'm actually going to need a moment for this one. <laughs> <laughs> it was going to take Trey Lance. With the 10th pick in the 2021 NFL Draft, the Cowboys select Patrick Sertan II, out of Alabama, cornerback out of Alabama. Now, Alabama, or the Cowboys have a fair amount of needs. Um, it's NFL fans, to what the what is on the block would refer to as casuals, would say that their offensive line is good just because of what they did in 2016 and a few years before. That's not the case. They have needs, I would say, almost everywhere except for quarterback and receiver. Um, but their defense is what really holds them back. I mean, in Dak's four healthy games, they put up – and just some absurd amount of yards and absurd amount of points. I'll, I, ha- I had that over um, when they played the Seahawks, and I thought we were toast when um, uh, Seahawks receiver gets it punched out at the goal line. Um, I thought, I, but no, that each team proceeded to put up an easy quick 30, um, but they just really, really need help on the defensive end. You can never have too many quarterbacks um, in this day and age. And he is just a stud. He is so good. He can play press coverage. He can play zone. He good ball skills. I think this would be a slam dunk pick um, earlier. I believe it was earlier today or yesterday. Jerry Jones came out and said that they will not go up to an overspend for Kyle Pitts. I do think Jerry Jones might still do it just because he's a little wild boy who likes his Johnny Walker blue. Um, but yeah, yeah. Patrick Sertain, the second is the Cowboys pick. That is a very, very underrated cornerback. I mean, he's one of the best defensive players in the draft, in my opinion. So I think getting him with the 10th overall pick is, is, is a steal. I would, I would completely agree. Completely agree. The thing people don't realize about Sertan is he was facing Smith and Waddle until Waddle got hurt. 
and those Alabama receivers all year when he was playing defense. Like, if that doesn't make him better, what's going to make him better going up against mm-hmm. some Samoa Joe? Like, that's why cornerbacks who are on those teams that are playing good receivers, like, it, it, you know, it's a competition. It's a friendly competition, but it makes him better. It makes the receiver better. It's uh, – I don't – you guys saw that uh, clip of, obviously, Saban going in about how, like, them being so good actually makes you better because you're going against the best on the other side. And to a, to a point, it is very true. Like, when you're going up against the best every day, then when you play someone who's a little worse, it's a lot easier in-game, and that's why they're destroying everybody. But is the Giants pick in? Giants pick is in. With the 11th pick in the 2021 NFL Draft, the New York Giants select Rashawn Slater, offensive tackle out of Northwestern. Now, this guy is an absolute stud. Um, I, you know, I, I I'm a Big Ten guy. Um, I was, I was having a little bit, a little bit. I've, I watched him play a fair amount. I've watched his tape. Um, I mean, I think he is maybe just a tiny bit behind um, Panay Sewell, um, just when it comes to overall talents and um, overall ceiling. Um, I'm, uh, I think any team that would get him after the top 10 would just an absolute steal. Um, the Giants have offensive line issues. Um, obviously, if you watched them play last year, I mean, they have, they had, especially in the first half of the season, they just had issues kind of everywhere. Their defense ended up stepping up and playing super well. But I think the Giants would be foolish if he got to them at 11 and they passed. Especially for how much Daniel Jones just got absolutely smoked last year. I think he led the league in sacks taken. And that's partly on him. He's, you know, he's just very sackable, very easy to bring down. But yeah, he was pressured at just a, a crazy rate. Uh, is the uh, Eagles pick in at number 12? Uh, so get, buy, buy me a minute. <laughs> All righty. Okay, real quick, before we go into the Eagles pick, I guess, uh, Brandon Pace, DJ, what do you like about what's happened so far? Anything you disagree with? I love um, my picks. <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> uh, Mac Jones, obviously, uh, in, in real life, people character think he's going issues. to the character issues. Character issues. Yeah, he uh, think he's going to go to the Niners at three. He's uh, still on the board here in what twelfth pick. Yeah, I uh, honestly think this is going exactly as I imagined. No one's jumping too early to get receivers. People are just kind of taking what they need, which never actually happens in the draft because you have teams like the Bears who are like, let's unnecessarily trade up one pick to get a guy who's just terrible. So you're just going to have poorly managed teams. It's the same as random thought, but here, but Ben Simmons never learning to shoot a shot. Like just some franchises aren't good at being good franchises. Um, so unnecessary punch to the Philadelphia franchises. Uh, but it looks like speaking of Philadelphia franchises that the Eagles pick is in. Oh yeah. With the 12th pick, in the 2021 NFL Draft, the Philadelphia Eagles select Elijah Barrett-Tucker, offensive tackle out of USC. Um, so the Eagles, this was the, I, I, I would say projecting what the Eagles pick might be the hardest pick in the draft um, because they have holes everywhere. Their roster sucks. I mean, l- literally, I would say almost everyone on their, almost everyone on their roster is replaceable. Um, but their offensive line, they have a couple of guys, but they're all old and injury prone. Um, the, get, get, getting a tackle of Vera Tucker's 
um, potential at, it, I think could just lead to really good things um, to their future. It would be a good step in shoring up their offensive line, um, getting Jalen Hurts a little more time in the pocket. Um, but yeah, this pick was tough to project. I have no idea what position or just who oh, they're going boy. to draft. Um, so yeah, this was a struggle, boys. I'm going to be honest. I'm not. I'm trying stupid. to. I'm trying to think of a player that isn't replaceable. I, like I'm trying to like just seriously. Like name. I I can't. There's not really one. There is. There really isn't. Like their running backs stink. Uh, who who's even playing wide receiver for him anymore? Maybe is Zach Ertz is old though and injury prone. They, so I mean, they're trying to trade him. <laughs> like, yeah, uh, yeah. So I'm. Um, they have a lot of work to do, top to bottom on the roster. I would not want to be that new head coach right now, especially when you just have. Howie Roseman and um, that weird owner who just likes to meddle in roster decisions and um, get, like in-game coaching decisions. So yeah, um, I will tip my cap to him and wish them the best of luck. But no, I actually fucking hate the Eagles. Um, I wish them the worst of luck on the, on the real. <laughs> the only reason I really, really like that Elijah Barrett Tucker pick is the Eagles run every now and then a read option. So having a really solid lineman like helps with that a lot, especially with Jalen Hurts, who just gets destroyed in that read option because he doesn't know when to when to hold and when to give. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it, it's looking like the pick is in. Is that accurate? And with the thirteenth pick in the twenty twenty one NFL draft, the Los Angeles Chargers select Christian. Darisaw, offensive tackle, Virginia Tech. So with this one, it's basically the same thing as, you know, the Bengals. They, the Chargers need to find a way to protect the QB of the future, keep him upright, keep him off the ground. And the two <laughs> offensive tackles that I had listed have, were taken the previous two picks. So we're going with the third best uh, offensive tackle on the board, who is Darisaw. A couple of quick stats for you. 196 pressures last year on Justin Herbert, second worst in the NFL. Pressure percentage of 28.5%, third worst in the NFL. And he also took 72 hits last year, tied with uh, the Bengals for fourth worst in the NFL. So they need to find a way to keep that future upright, keep him healthy, make sure he doesn't get hurt. And please, for the love of God, don't stab him in the lung with a – injection like you did the Tyrod Taylor. Uh, hot take, hot take. I think that doctor might have m- might have known what he's been doing. I mean, Tyrod was so much worse than Herbert was. Like I mean, he was it's the just, same. He, I mean, he he he's just a team first guy. He's like I I need to get this motherfucker in the game any way he, I can. He, he he I mean he may have been. I think that I don't think you're wrong there. Um <laughs> I mean, poor Tyrod, he's losing his last job to Baker and then he loses his next job to Justin Herbert. I mean, he's just he's just going to be a journeyman at this point. But now Deshaun Watson's going to hand him a starting job. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Oh, man, That's that true. wouldn't that be something? Mm. Uh, I believe the Minnesota Vikings for- pick number 14 is in. And with the 14th pick in the 2021 NFL draft, the Minnesota Vikings select Kawiti Pay. Kawiti Pay. Uh, yep, Kawiti Pay, uh, edge rusher, 
Michigan. Um, on the clock is Pace with the Patriots for the 15th pick. Quick explanation here. I was thinking there was no way in hell I wasn't going to be able to get a, a some sort of lineman. I thought one of them would fall to me. But no, all of them got taken. I, I honestly can't believe it. I thought someone would fall. The Vikes need a lineman real bad. But at the same time, you can't reach for a lineman. So realistically, the Vikes might have traded back in this situation. But the other need the Vikes is edge rushing. They need some sort of defensive pressure. And uh, Kawiti Payne, uh, Heat Payne, whatever the heck. I don't, never can pronounce words. But he is uh, he's kind of a beast. He's Big Ten. He's Corn Fred. He's beef, you know, beef, beef born. Uh, and he, know, he can get after it. 6'4", 277. Dude's a beast. Uh, and I think he can really help set the edge for the Vikes, get that pressure going, get back to that old Viking D we loved when it was third down and we could send the dogs. And <laughs> Purple people eaters, baby. Yep, yep, yep. Oh, yeah. You got to third down and long, and you're playing the Vikes back in the heyday. You knew you were screwed because the Vikes were coming in. They had the dogs. Back in the way heyday, they had Jared Allen who would rope tie you like a he'd hog tie you up and – you were done for, um, but it's looking like the 15th pick is in. Is that correct? That is correct. With the 15th pick in the New England Patriots take South Carolina cornerback, uh, J.C. Horn. Boo. Boo. So the Patriots fan in Cleveland, I'd be booing. The Matt Cardinals Jones. are on the clock with a 16th pick, but Pace, why do the Patriots go J.C. Horn here? J.C. Horn, uh, the son of a former, what, four-time Pro Bowler, uh, obviously Joe Horn. He played with the Saints uh, for a while, so this dude does have some hands. But uh, if you look at the uh, the Patriots roster, their cornerbacks on, on the roster right now, you have Stephon Gilmore and J.C. Jackson, both set to become free agents uh, after this upcoming season obviously barring any uh, long-term agreements or anything trades before the season, anything like that. So I think they can, uh, you know, get JC Horn here. He's a solid uh, cornerback, uh, good ball instincts, uh, good speed, sharp and powerful closer. Uh, he does need to work on his tackling, but uh, he does have some good hands uh, for a cornerback there. So I think, uh, yeah, B Russ mentioned a quarterback here. I'm not sold on Mac Jones. And uh, with me having this Patriots pick. Cause it's uh, character issues, right? Yeah, exactly. I'm not rolling with a quarterback in Mac Jones. So, uh, and it was a little too early for Kyle Trask. So J.C. Horn uh, for me here with the New England Patriots. Bill Belichick does not like people with character issues. This is true. <laughs> yeah, he's never taken a guy with character issues before. <laughs> Gronk. Or uh, not Gronk, Hernandez. Randy, Randy Moss. Antonio Brown. Mm-hmm. All right, it looks like the 16th pick for the Cardinals is in. And with the 16th pick in the 2021 draft, the Arizona Cardinals take Caleb Farley, cornerback, Virginia Tech. Uh, next on the clock is the Raiders at pick 17, and Brandon Russell B. Russ will be picking for them. Uh, quickly, my reasoning for Caleb Farley. I, I really wanted J.C. Horn. Uh, the Cardinals need a corner bad. Patrick Peterson just left. Uh, but obviously the Patriots were smart enough to take him. 
but Virginia Tech is really good at just coaching up corners. Uh, they've done – I forget who their defensive coordinator is, uh, but he's really good at coaching up corners and just getting them NFL ready. I think this Caleb Farley will be a, a great fit, and I think he can help kind of fill the void of losing uh, Patrick Peterson. Patterson. Peterson. Wow. Ooh, words are hard. But anyway, it sounds like the pick is in. <laughs> With the 17th pick in the 2021 NFL draft, the Las Vegas Raiders select Jalen Waddle, wide receiver, Alabama. Yeah. Good pick. Yep. Next on the clock is the Dolphins, and Kyle will be picking for them. But I think you got a steal right there, Listen listen to me. I did not in any way, shape, or form expect Jalen Waddle to be there at 17. Um, I had two linebackers down in my notes, and I just complained a little bit ago about how the Raiders' defense sucks and they can't get anything done. Screw if Jalen Waddle is there at 17, they are taking Jalen Waddle. Like, there is no question about it. I think he is the best wide receiver in this draft. I love watching Jalen Waddle. His highlights are another, he's an electric factory. I mean, like, they just just score more points than the Chiefs at this point. Screw it. They don't need to stop him. Just score more points than them at this point. Like, Jalen Waddle at 17 is a steal. And if he's there on Thursday night and Jay and Mike Mayock and John Gruden don't take him. I may renounce my Raiders fandom. Ooh, heard that on the show here first. Yep. So it's looking like the 18th pick is in. This pick certainly won't be popular, but I think this is where the Dolphins are going to go with the 18th pick in the 2021 NFL draft. The Miami Dolphins select. Najee Harris, running back, Alabama. Running back in the first round. Let's go. Cashes. All right. So the Washington football team is now on the clock and soup is picking for them. Kyle, what's your logic here, buddy? So the reason I think they go Devonta Smith here is there is a glaring, glaring need for running back for the Dolphins because Miles Gaskin was their leading rusher last year and he didn't get over 600 yards. So there's just a massive, massive need for running back here. And I just think the Dolphins are going to realize that. I think Najee Harris is the best running back in this class by far. I think he's electric. I think having him and Tua along with like a really solid wide receiver tight end that they might end up taking. I think that Dolphins team just turns itself around. And I don't think they wait on Najee Harris just because of the risk that he might end up getting taken. So I think Najee Harris is the move here. First off, to defend Miles Gaskins, he was injured for half the season. He produced when he played. Miles Gaskins is a beast. Don't disrespect him, Kyle. He was on my fantasy team. I was just going to say, was that your fantasy team or something? (laughs) You're damn right he was on my fantasy team. And he kicked ass, and then he got hurt. He was out for, like, almost all of the season. But then he came back. And I was out of the playoffs, so it didn't matter. But he did well. He did well. If I would have been in this championship, he would have played well. Um, but it's looking like the 19th pick is in. With the 19th pick in the 2021 NFL Draft, the Washington football team selects 
Mac Jones. That's, yeah. that, that's a great pick right there. Uh, DJ will be up next, the 20th pick with the Bears. But why Mac Jones here, Soup? Um, you know, uh, Alec, Alex Smith retired. Um, Dwayne Haskins is a certified bomb, I believe, no longer with the team, no longer on an NFL roster. And um, I, you know, I think Ryan Fitzpatrick, he's a great veteran, but I think he is a band-aid at best, um, you know, might play this year, maybe one more. I mean, he's getting old. He has a lot of kids. He's going to retire soon. I think the... I think um, the football team would be foolish to pass on Mac Jones at um, that spot right there at number 19. Um, I wasn't expecting him to fall that far. And, but yeah, I think they'll lap him up um, if he does. And yeah, yeah, I think he, he could be, I mean, I, you will learn a lot under Ryan Fitzpatrick. That's my, that's, that's, that is the reasoning. And to, and to, Talk about just like our draft in general. I do agree with how we've done it so far that if any QB slips out of the top 10, it's going to be Mac Jones. So I agree 100%. Agreed. Uh, DJ, I believe the 20th pick is in for the Chicago Bears. With the 20th pick in the 2021 NFL draft the Chicago Bears select Tevin Jenkins offensive tackle Oklahoma State uh, and with the pick with the next next pick the Colts are on the clock Kyle is picking for the Colts uh, so quickly my logic here the Bears offensive line is bad and from what at I've best. read, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, that's that's putting it lightly. <laughs> it's keeping it PG is what it's doing. Um, but yeah, no, the Bears are just their their offensive line needs a lot of work. Uh, so I can see people are saying they're going to trade up for a quarterback, but they already have like twelve different quarterbacks on their team. Uh, so if it does happen, can't happen in this draft. So the Bears at the twentieth pick, they're going to take an offensive lineman all day. They need one badly uh, because the Vikes drafted uh, the, the that cat from Michigan, Page or Pay, whatever the heck his name is, and he's going to be coming at them. And Daniel Hunter is going to be healthy, and so they're going to need someone to block them because the dogs are coming on third down. How hilarious would it be? How hilarious would it be if the Bears did the exact same thing to Andy Dalton, what they did to Mike Glennon? Like sign him to a, a deal with a fair amount of guaranteed money. You're a starting quarterback, but then just draft a guy and cuck him. If, they, if that repeated, <laughs> I'd be so happy. Kyle Kyle Trask is is the pick right here. Yes, yes. <laughs> that would actually like I could honestly see the Bears doing something stupid like that. Mm-hmm. Like you just like you just... Ellen fucking Mons, you know? <laughs> yep. Like that would just I would be giddy. Like I would oh. Bears would never do anything stupid like that. <laughs> like saying the Bears would pass up on would draft Mitch Trubisky before Pat Mahomes. Number one QB in their draft board by all their scouts. Oof. Yeah. Scouts on the team still. <laughs> <laughs> all right. It looks like the 21st pick is in. With the 21st pick in the 2021 NFL Draft, the Indianapolis Colts select Aziz Ojulari, defensive end from Georgia. So 
my reasoning for this is uh, their defensive ends really, really struggled last year. I actually didn't know either of the defensive ends when I looked at their names, but they only had 23 and 24 tackles on the year. When you're in a division with uh, Derrick Henry, James Robinson, you know, guys like that who can really get outside the tackles, you really, really need a solid edge rusher on your team just to have that presence and like be respectable in the league. So that's why I think they go Aziz here. Aziz is a beast in, in uh, at Georgia. I think he any other year would be top 10, but this draft class is just so packed this year. I think that's why he drops all the way down to this pick. Spot on Kyle. And I, yeah, the Colts interior, they had DeForest Buckner who should have made pro bowl or all pro team or whatever the heck it was. Didn't even get it, but not even going to go on that. It was like Aaron Donald, DeForest Buckner, every stat. It was those two. And Buckner didn't even make all pro team. Whatever. It's behind me. But Buckner's on the inside. He's an interior lineman. They need out exterior. And Aziz, redshirt sophomore out of Georgia. I mean, the dude is a beast. That is going to be – him and Buckner, whoo, that would be dangerous. I mean, I'm glad the Vikes don't have to play him. Yeah, poor uh... – Poor lineman in the uh, AFC South. That's gonna be that's gonna be tough to deal with. <laughs> They're like, we just got JJ Watt out of here. We should be fine, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> ah, nope. They got to deal with uh, DeForest Buckner and Aziz, Aziz Ansari. <laughs> I've seen one of his stand ups live. I went and saw him. He was pretty good. Could you tackle hey, him? In nobody asked. Hey, well, I. <laughs> my two cents are, is worth three <laughs> time out oh, oh, is, is it worth four units <laughs> that's, that's <laughs> I'm kidding, I'm kidding. <laughs> boom roasted All right, hey, and this... dj stick he he has the office quotes on lock please yeah Sorry. yeah no yeah i'm a i'm a professional office quoter uh I've been to many competitions. I've placed in the top five in every one of them. Uh, you know, I just know my quotes. Some call it sad. Others call it pathetic. Some people call it promising. Hey, <laughs> DJ, you, you, you miss 100% of the shots you don't take. Wayne Gretzky, Michael Scott. Michael Scott. <laughs> you can quote someone else use the exact same quote and then just throw your name yeah. on the bottom. It's definitely doable. Um, but this one probably – other than B-Russ picking for the Raiders, me picking for the Vikings, and uh, Pace picking for the Saints later, this is going to be the most passionate pick. Kyle, is your pick in? My pick is in. With the 22nd pick in the 2021 NFL Draft, the Tennessee Titans select Asante Samuel Jr., cornerback from Florida State. The reason I went this route is because we got rid of all three of our starting corners within the previous years. We got rid of Malcolm Butler. We got rid of Adoree Jackson. We got rid of Logan Ryan. So one area we consistently every single year struggle with is the pass is the pass game. And we just were always one of the worst in the league in it. We did sign uh, Janoris Jenkins. So I think that'll help tremendously, but he's getting up there in age. I think having a really, really young corner to be able to face like a, a wide receiver number two, and then slowly work his way to number receiver number one is the move. So that's why I think they go uh, Asante Samuel Jr. here. Did you know his dad played in the NFL? I don't know if you know that. Yes. Really? Yes. Fun, fun fact, yeah. Asante yeah. Samuel Sr. played in the NFL as well. <laughs> that's just nutty to me. It's not like he uh, 
did anything good in the NFL or anything. Did he? Kyle, don't disrespect the man. No, I'm no, I'm joking. He was a beast. <laughs> Sounds like you're disrespecting him. Yeah, Kyle, you're gonna take his son and hope he plays well for your team, but you're gonna yeah. disrespect the father. Come on now. Hey, I think the 23rd pick is in for the Jets. <laughs> the Jets well, GM fell asleep at <laughs> uh, at the Zoom. He's back, baby. I'm back. <laughs> How was dinner? Um, scrumptious. Yeah. <laughs> I can tell. Jeez. Hit the music. With the 23rd pick in the 2021 NFL draft, the New York Jets select Greg Newsom II, cornerback out of Northwestern. All that build up for that? <laughs> You hit right. me on the edge of my I seat. I thought we were. I thought we were taking a. <laughs> I thought we were taking a punter. I thought we were going to kick a special teams player there. Um, that's oh, the that's second round. Oh, fair. So, only so the Raiders. Pace will take, be on, only the Raiders take special teams players in the first round. So the pace will. So pace will be on the clock next with the Steelers pick number twenty four here. But Greg Newsom, why the pick here, Sue? Well, first, um, what happened? What What took so long? <laughs> okay, I. I know. I. I swear to God, I thought. I, like I was talking, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't realize I was on mute, but I threw mute on cause I was eating an apple to, you know, didn't want that gross audio to be in. And so I was like talking with you guys and you couldn't hear me. It was like making fun of myself. I, 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 I threw in some great shots against me. Like I, I said, basically like pace should just look to whenever I have a little quip and just cut that. Um, but and there were some other good ones. Um, but yeah, there's a healthy, like healthy 60 seconds where I was just talking and joking with you guys and I had no idea you couldn't hear <laughs> just no clue <laughs> well, a little you know it popped up like the host would like you to unmute I'm like oh shit <laughs> hell yeah All right, quickly that's what you like to hear why'd you take Greg the man's newsome um, I, I think he's a really good cornerback. Um, I think he has a lot of potential. I really like his um, um, not only size, but speed. Um, I, he has great, great hands. Um, I like how he makes plays in the ball. And that doesn't necessarily have a lot of picks. And I really like Northwestern's defense last year. Um, I think that I think he is a solid first round cornerback. Um, the Jets defense was not good to put it lightly. Um, they gave up a lot of points, um, but I mean, they, they have holes everywhere. Um, yeah, yeah. I think he's just a solid addition. Um, I think the biggest boon to their defense will just be getting Greg Williams the fuck out of town. Um, but yeah, I, 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 I like this pick. I'm looking for Greg Newsom to go, um, go in the first round. And I think the jets, or he could be a target for the jets, um, in, in, in the twenties there. And it's looking like round there's not round 24. <laughs> Pick 24 is in. With the 24th. And then all the Cleveland fans start booing. Boo. <laughs> With the 24th pick in the 2021 NFL draft, the Pittsburgh Steelers take offensive tackle Dylan Radins from North Dakota State. This is a homer pick. Boo. <laughs> all around 24th. This whole, this whole pick stinks. Steelers, North Dakota State. Yuck. So the, the Jaguars are currently on the clock with Kyle picking for them, but Pace, where are you getting this pick from, buddy? 
Well, uh, this wasn't number one on my board for the Steelers. I wanted Najee Harris. Uh, that didn't happen. I didn't want to reach and take uh, Travis Etienne. So I took the uh, what I think uh, is the best offensive lineman next when uh, Dylan Radins uh, from Becker, Minnesota. The, uh, the Steelers right now, they have Zach Banner and Chucks Okafor on the left side of their offensive line. Uh, again, they're going to have to get a little younger on that offensive line, especially to protect uh, future Hall of Famer. Uh, ben Roethlisberger, we all know he uh, continues to get banged up what seems every season. So uh, some offensive line help in Dylan Radins uh, from, uh, you know, uh, going to the Steel City, of course, uh, from Fargo is uh, is what they need. So uh, Dylan Radins, uh, he has good footwork, great technique, uh, does have to get a little quicker. That's one of his weaknesses. But uh, I'd like to pick there for the Steelers. Is this the first time that uh, an FCS program has had two players go in the first round? I don't know the answer, but it, if it's not, yes, I'm, I'd be stunned. <laughs> it, I was, it has to be. It yeah. has to be. It absolutely has to be. Because David Johnson went like round three or four, and I want to say Carson Wentz might have been that same draft, but he would have been one. But yeah, yeah. Nah, he had to be two, after yeah. that. He had yeah. to be after that, actually. They were not the same draft, so no. Yeah. Short, short answer, no. Looks like the pick also, is in for the Jaguar. Oh, the what? same team, too. Yeah. Oh, they are. Yeah, seriously. Not only both FCS, but also the same team FCS. Uh, but anyway, the pick is in for the Jaguars. With the 25th pick in the 2021 NFL Draft, the Jacksonville Jaguars select Christian Barmore, defensive tackle from Alabama. That's a steal That's a right there. Oh, my gosh. He fell so far. Uh, so, right now on the clock is the Browns, and B-Russ will be picking for them. But, Kyle, talk about how you just got one of the steals of the draft. So, Jacksonville's defensive line really, really struggled last year, and they have the opposite kind of uh, difficulty that the Colts have. They don't have really an inside presence, and that is absolutely needed in the AFC South with just all the players they have. And Barmore is, in my opinion, the best defensive tackle in in the draft. So I think adding him to the defensive line, just how great of a season he had at Alabama, I think that would be a steal this late in the draft. So that's why I think Barmore is the move. I think that's a really good pick, especially because you're going to play the, the Titans and the Colts twice. And both those teams are so adept and just skilled at running the ball and i think he can just eat up blockers you know give his linebackers space to make plays i really like that pick thank you yeah Heck of a pick. Heck i'm of just a pick. trying to sound smart to make up for the blunder a few a few picks ago um i'm just <laughs> <laughs> he's 10 feet deep in a hole but he's climbing out he's climbing out i've got he's approximately set- four units left to go before, before <laughs> Oh, it's it's looking like the Browns pick is in, and the Browns fans go nuts. <laughs> With the twenty sixth pick in the twenty twenty one NFL Draft, the Cleveland Browns select Jeremiah Owosu Koromoa, linebacker, Notre Dame. Woo! Yeah, Browns fans going Browns crazy. Browns fans going crazy because when's the last time they picked 26 without trading back? <laughs> so 
So first off, uh, the Ravens are on the, the Ravens clock. Are on the clock, and B Russ is going to be next. Uh, so while we buy some time for B Russ to make his pick, uh, guys, where is the draft at this year? I honestly don't know, and I Cleveland. probably should. It's in Cleveland. It's, it's in, in Cleveland. Cleveland. Okay, okay. So mm-hmm. the Browns yeah. fans would have just gone electric right there. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I guess B Russ. What's the reason for taking uh, the Notre Dame stud? So, I honestly think that their like their defense might be like a piece or two away from being a serious threat to the Chiefs in the AFC. You know their offense is, um, but their defense and that they added, you know, Jadavion Clowney, who's it's not going to be the same Jadavion Clowney that he was a few years ago, but put him next to Miles Garrett, and you know he's going to put up numbers. That defensive line is nasty. Uh, I think the back end they've added some good pieces. Uh, this off season and they have Denzel Ward back there as well. Number one cornerback. The thing they really don't have is a guy who can run sideline to sideline and kind of, you know, make those plays and they're going to need somebody to chase down Lamar Jackson two games a year. And I think that uh, Owusu Kamara is that guy. And I think that this one kind of puts the Browns even closer to that. You know, they're right there with the chiefs in the AFC. Um, so yeah, that's it. They got a uh, couple numbers for you. Blitz percentage, 21.3% last year, third lowest and pressure percentage, 21.9% ninth lowest. I think that he could also help uh, in the run game as well in getting to the quarterback. He's just one of those guys that can kind of do it all. Quick mic drop here. Nothing upsets me more than a third and long play. And the team brings no pressure. Like, mm-hmm. literally, you bring pressure, you force a quick throw. It's impossible to throw it 20 yards. It's literally impossible when there's immediate pressure. When you don't bring pressure and they get a sit back there all day, they can – oh, it just – it drives me insane when teams won't blitz third and long. Third and long should be – this is college, this is NFL. Bring the dogs. Bring the house. But- the absolute worst is, like, third and 20 and you rush three. And, like, <laughs> all, like, yeah. and they complete it. I – I they, just they, die. they find the one zone, like the spot yep. in the zone. They they hit a pass there and they get the first. You're just like, why? I think there was a at a point last season, I remember tweeting this saying that the Raiders at one point they had to have given up like 90% of their third and twelves or longer just because they couldn't they didn't bring pressure and they couldn't get pressure and their defense stunk. So they just sat back there and just let whoever pick it pick them apart. Infuriating. Speaking of the Ravens, their pick looks to be in. And with the 27th pick in the 2021 NFL Draft, the Baltimore Ravens select Joe Tryon Edge Washington. Thank you. Thank you. So Pace will be on the clock next with the Saints, but uh, B. Russ, why don't you talk through this pick for us? So this one, it was more of a need. They lost Yannick Ngaku uh, in the offseason. They lost Matthew uh, Judon in the offseason. Really kind of hurt their front four a lot. Uh, They need somebody to replace them ASAP. I think that Tryon can come in and uh, contribute right away. I think they – I mean, they're still going to have to add more pieces later in the draft, but uh, I think that this is a good start to getting younger up front. Um, you know, cheaper up front because they are kind of at the cap as well. So Joe Tryon, future uh, superstar 
defensive lineman for the Ravens. All right. Also, the Pac-12 is just known for their defensive players. <laughs> Always. <laughs> That's what I think of when I think of the Pac-12 is just defense. Nothing else. Defensive lineman. That's it. Very good. All right. It looks like the uh, Saints pick is in. With the 28th pick in the 2021 NFL draft, the Saints take wide receiver from Florida, six foot senior Kadarius Tooney. That's wow. Really, really good pick. But uh, DJ I love that pick. Block next with the Packers, but Pace walk through this uh, Kadarius Tooney pick. Yeah, well, the, the Saints obviously uh, lost Drew Brees. Now you have Taysom Hill and Jameis Winston. So, uh, and Mac Jones went. So, if Mac Jones would have been there at this pick, I might have thought about taking him. But uh, if you look at uh, the Saints last season, obviously uh, Michael Thomas was dealing with some stuff. Uh, he wasn't on the field a ton. Emmanuel Sanders, uh, he's now gone. Uh, as if you look at the 2020 leader in targets for the Saints, receptions and yards, it was Alvin Kamara. Obviously, he's a do-it-all type of guy, but uh, they do need some help. And I hate the Packers, so uh, I know they are thinking about taking a wide receiver here with 29. So I had to go with Tooney here because I think he's the next best uh, receiver, and the Saints could use some help on the outside. Very Tavon Austin type type player right there. Yeah, in my opinion, and Tavon Austin, most electric human being I've ever seen on the football field. No, yeah. no bias there. <laughs> None at all, West Virginia guy. None, zero. <laughs> With the 29th pick in the 2021 draft, the Green Bay Packers take Rashad Bateman, Minnesota. Woohoo! Good pick. So the Bills are currently on the clock with Kyle picking for them. So my logic here, <laughs> the Packers have gone what? nine seasons without taking a wide receiver. The last receiver taken in the first round by the Packers was Devontae Adams, Fresno State, and he's lit it up for them. He's done so well. And I remember last year watching that draft. I couldn't believe with all of the receivers, there were so many good receivers last year. The Packers just didn't take one. And you got what I consider a potentially top three of all time quarterback in Aaron Rodgers. And I'm saying this as a Vikings fan. I hate Aaron Rodgers, but he's so good. He just, he just exposes our corners. Like, I know what corner's bad on the Vikings because Aaron Rodgers just targeted him all game. And just, just no remorse. Uh, but anyway, he needs somebody to throw to. Other than Devontae Adams, he has Alan Lazard, who, shout out Iowa State, does well, but he's just not fast. Uh, and then, what is it, Scantley or whatever, Scantley, Martez, Scantley, um, St. Brown or something like that, some other goofball. I mean, they just don't have any receivers. And Aaron Rodgers doesn't like tight ends other than Jermichael Finley that one season. Uh, so Rashad Bateman's going to be a big target for him. He's going to be able to do it all. He's a big 10. He's corn fed. He's beef fed. I mean, the guy can do it all. Um, he's not going to be able – I think he's more of the possession guy, whereas, uh, you know, Devonta Adams can kind of work the slot a little bit. There are a couple other receivers I was interested in, uh, Terrence – Terrace Marshall, Elijah Moore, and Rondell Moore, all great receivers, but I think they're more slot-based, and I think Rodgers needs that edge receiver, that kind of more big possession receiver. Uh, So that's why I think they go with Rashad Bateman here. Uh, But it looks like the Bills pick is in. 
With the 30th pick in the 2021 NFL Draft, the Buffalo Bills select Jalen Phillips, defensive lineman from Miami. Good pick. Great pick. Wow. Wow. So currently the Haas. Yeah, he is. He's a beast. The Ravens are on the clock with the 31th pick. B Ross is picking for them. (laughs) But the 31th, not the 31st. It's the 31th, y'all. Uh, but Kyle, not. why are we picking him? Uh, these guys really, really struggled with edge rushes last year. First of all, they didn't give me and DJ's man's Espinessa a chance last year. That was their their biggest issue. But when Espinessa was in, dude, is a beast. They just didn't give him a shot. But those two starting defensive ends just did not do the job for him. I think they need to honestly replace both of them, move Espinessa to a starting position. And then Jalen Phillips was just an absolute monster in college. I think if he drops this far – I think that's the route to go. The other guy I was thinking, if he would have dropped, if if Jalen Phillips would have been taken, the other guy I was thinking was Joseph Asai from Texas. But I think just going a defensive end, edge type of guy is the move. But I do think Phillips is better than Asai in that realm. I think you got yourself a steal here, Kyle. And the Bills are already real good. But Jalen Phillips is, I mean, borderline a top 15 talent, speaking-wise. I mean, the dude is a beast. And you got him all the way at 30. Uh, what a steal here. But, uh, yeah, I unbelievable. I'm always skeptical on the ACC, but I'm assuming he'd be a beast. And it's looking like the Ravens pick is in the 31th. That's right. I'm going to repeat it one last time. Not the 31st. The pick is in, though. And with the 31st pick. In the 2021 NFL Draft, the Baltimore Ravens select Rondale Moore, wide receiver, Purdue. Great pick. I think he would do so good to the Ravens. But uh, Pace is on with the last pick for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers Super Bowl champs. But uh, B. Russ, talk about uh, talk about Rondale Moore going to the Ravens here. I mean, Lon- Rondale Moore is just an electric human being on the football field. Uh, very much Tavon Austin like uh, between him and uh, Kadarius Tony, two two Tavon Austin types. But you know the Ravens. I don't see the Ravens using these two picks. I see the Ravens packaging them and trading up um, to I, who the hell knows what they're going to do. Um, but they traded away their best offensive tackle to the Chiefs. Um, but that's a discussion for another day. I'm not going to go off on a tangent on that. Um, <laughs> But so they have this, they use the first rounder on, you know, something that they kind of needed. And now they have room to, you know, make a move and do something that, you know, they normally wouldn't do. And I think that adding Rondale Moore to this offense would make this offense just like 10 times better than it, not 10 times, but a lot better than, you know, it is you get him and uh, JK Dobbins and Lamar Jackson going in like some sort of, triple option and then you got that you got hollywood brown going deep and uh you got who's the tight end they got a good tight end too i mean it's they're all over the place andrews mark andrews um they you get rondale moore in the slot like that he just elevates this offense to a whole nother level i like that pick a lot i think uh adding someone another dynamic receiver along with hollywood is the move here too so that's a great pick 
Thank you. Any way I, to I, I knocked this. I, I knocked. I, I knocked this draft out of the park. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> what were you gonna say, Josh? I'm just any, any way you can help Lamar Jackson kind of take a next step. I mean, who outside of Hollywood Brown, who struggled for periods of time last year? I mean, who was his number two? Like Willie Sneed? Des Bryant. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> the corpse of Des Bryant. Um, yeah. But, but yeah, no, I I really like that pick. Um, I, I I love it. I think he's electric as hell. Um, I don't care how short he is. I don't care how light he is. The dude can just create space. I mean, he truly is like a Tavon Austin type. I yeah. I I I expect Rondell Moore to go in the first round. Um, I'm I'm excited. I'm excited to watch him play in the league. All right, B Russ, one last time. The Bucks pick is in. And your Super Bowl champions with the 32nd pick here, the final pick of the episode, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers take offensive lineman from Alabama, Landon Dickerson. All right. Very basic yeah. pick. Very boring. Boo. Boring. Boo. So since boring we aren't doing pick. seven rounds, uh, I will just go into uh, why I think this is a good pick for the Bucks. Um, obviously, Tom Brady's getting old, right? He's getting uh, frail. Uh, he still looks all right, but uh, don't let him hear you say that, or else he's going to play for another ten years. Well, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And we'd all love that. So uh, they need to protect him. I think Dickerson is the right guy, and uh, he from Alabama. He knows how to win. So um, I, I like this pick here too. He, he's quick. He might not be the best at the second level, but uh, he's, he is what the Bucks need. So Landon Dickerson, 32nd pick to the Tampa Bay Bucks. All right, fellas, I guess with the, first, with the first round being over, is there anything just uh, glaring that you, that you notice? Any steals, any people you see fall down? Really? Anybody have any thoughts? I really, I really don't think Mac Jones will hit 19. I think, I think someone will scoop him up before then. That's my number one reaction. I, I also don't think Rashad Bateman will be a first round pick, but that's just me. Wrong. <laughs> okay. Third, super day, from third day, third, third day pick. <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, I think uh, NDSU could really use the two players that uh, got drafted in this first round this weekend. Especially because uh, SDSU, SDSU just kind of embarrassed them, so they really need whoa, to win. Whoa, 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 whoa. Let's pump the brakes there. Yeah. They're still in the playoffs. Both squads are still in the playoffs. Oh, uh, no. I would say my number one surprise, and this is honestly my own fault drafting, but Jalen Waddle sliding all the way to 17. Um, I mean, I could understand maybe injury scaring you a little bit because it should. Like, injuries honestly should scare you a little bit depending on what they are. Um but yeah, him sliding to 17, like he was clear cut number one and Smith was number two and he got hurt. And then Smith became number one um, and Smith is getting drafted before him. And then what, what is that? I mean, how many picks later, uh, 10 picks later he's going, I mean, that's absurd. Um, I honestly forgot that, uh, you know, Jalen Waddle, uh, his foot was facing the wrong way when he fell to the <laughs> number 17. I was jumping for joy. <laughs> Yeah, but hey, sometimes they get they they're unaffected by injuries, and other times your Greg Odin style injuries literally plague you. So I mean, it it can go either either way. Didn't um, he play in the national championship game? Am I wrong in that, or did he? He did, yeah. For a, I mean, a few series, and then left again due to injury. Yeah. So. <laughs> oh, he stays healthy. He gave it. He gave it the old uh, college try there. 
Well, fellas, I got, I got to say though, uh, me and DJ loved having you guys on. I hope we do it again, again, some more. Uh, do you guys have any, uh, shout outs, anything you'd like to throw out there before me and DJ wrap up the show? I know you guys always do it, but, uh, follow the cappers on, on Twitter. Uh, you can follow the network at Coda cappers and uh, code sports cappers.com on the website, Facebook, Instagram. So do all that. We have the uh, May contest and uh, might have a new person coming on uh, to no surprise toast. He's been doing a lot of chirping. Uh, he hasn't, he ha- hasn't asked us. Um, so uh, we'll, we'll kind of see what happens there. So um, yeah, just follow the network at Cody Cappers, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. I have to a quick shout out the toast fan club. Um, I just love his consistency online. I love his responsiveness, his willingness to interact. Uh, and yeah, he, uh, he's just, he's, he's good vibes. Also, big fan of Toast uh, tweeting out his picks about three minutes before a game starts. So, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> love it. Just love everything about that that guy. Who's who's facing off against him? Is it Kyle? Kyle's <laughs> gonna have to face him if he loses. <laughs> I'm gonna go zero for five tonight, so it's gonna be me. <laughs> I don't know. Soup's down four units already. Five yeah. units already. So. Kyle, you and I are in a race to the bottom right now. Ooh. Well, Man, I'm going to say on this show now, so you guys have video evidence of me, I am going five unit bets the rest of the way. DJ, you got anything quick before we wrap up the show? Um, I mean, if you want me to do, are you going to do the all the promotions or what? I mean, yeah, just nothing big. The only thing I would say is shout out Lucas Parker, our intro theme song guy. We had him on the podcast last week. I think he finished number six or number seven. I'm going to go with number six. My gut's telling me. Uh, so, yeah, we had Lucas come on the show. He did the intro song. It's only about a minute long, but it's a banger. Uh, he's got an album called Virtues on Apple Music and Spotify. I personally love it. Me and Kyle have kind of talked about it a little bit. But you can have Cold, which gets you in your feel. Or you can listen to Miami Six, which just gets me bumping, wanting me to raise, drink a beer, get lit. Like that's how the album goes. It's it's very up and down. It's got your slow, it's got your fast. Uh, but yeah, no, that's that's all I got, Kyle. Well, as always, uh, B Rust, Pace, Soup, thank you guys for coming on. This was a blast. We really enjoyed it. Uh, throughout the show, as always, you can follow all the cappers on Twitter at Pumba Cakes at Cody Capper Pace at brust35 and at campbell d josh and then our personal twitters mine as always you can find me on twitter at comb dog and dj wrap it up buddy at dj low 44 22 we will be back next week with another guest picker to continue what is the amazing saga thank you for joining us for our nfl mock draft Have a good week. Have a good weekend. And we will see you next Wednesday. Skull Vikes. Skull Vikes. (laughs) Skull. Yes, sir. Kyle and DJ on the mic. Gambling Feud. Partnered with Coda Sports Gambling Network. Hitting bets. Hitting bets. Hitting checks. Locks on, locks on, locks on, locks. Locks on, locks on, locks on, locks. I don't need the keys when I get the locks. 
hitting them wagers, like I'm a pacer, doing it major. LA Lakers, locks on locks on locks on locks. Locks on locks on locks on locks. I don't need the keys when I get the blocks. Hitting them wagers, like I'm a pacer, doing it major. LA Lakers.